All right. Hello and welcome, everyone. Long overdue return of the Ruthless ST Radio podcast. As always, I am your host, the driver of the Ruthless ST himself, Nick Burnell. And this time, oh boy, do I have a treat for you. This time, when we do this this little shindig, I've got a new co-host. Caleb Evans is a really good friend of mine. Uh, we work together. Uh, unfortunately, depending on who you ask. Um, so, Caleb, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and say a couple words? I uh, I appreciate being here. Uh, just started getting into this stuff, and uh, I think, you know, I found a good group of guys to get into it with, and you guys made me feel welcome, and I appreciate it. All right. And our host for this evening or well our guest for this evening evening i should say i'm the host uh is the uh, founder i guess you would say probably right the founder of nr knights nick robinson himself nick why don't you uh say hello just heard a lot about it wanted to try and put myself out there a little bit more so y'all get to know who i am all right Always a pleasure to have you. So, kind of opening up on that statement you said, you want everybody to kind of get to know you. Why don't you, uh, why don't you elaborate on that a little bit? Where are you from? What do you do in the car community? You know that kind of stuff. Well, basically, I was born and raised in Dayton, Ohio, so fairly okay with that. And honestly, what I the car scene is i try to be a little bit of a group expert i host the car meets and try and manage them to see how well i can make sure everybody's okay just it's something special something fun it's a little bit more i want people to get to know who i am so i'm a fun goofy guy it's just sometimes stress gets in and have a little bit of fun so yeah Hey, well, that's that's what we're all about. We're all about fun. Or or at least, uh, let me put it to you this way. Um, good, sanctioned, safe fun. Let's, well, let's go that route. Exactly. Because, <laughs> right. uh, you know, this is, this is January 27th. So we are, what, two weeks out from the, the takeover that happened in downtown, right? Or is it three? Yep. Yep, okay. and that's not that far from where I live, actually. That's not even five, ten minutes away from my front door to my house. Oof. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Just, it, 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 is, it is a lot. It's very rough because seeing these guys putting a bad rap on us who are actually out there working kind of hard to make stuff safe. Try and make it fun, respectable, and comfortable, so we don't get chewed out by law enforcement, and we kind of kind of have to sort the good eggs from the bad eggs. It's, it's bad. It's what? getting bad. You know, I think everybody's got to do that anymore. I know. Um, I know when. So I'm very good friends with uh, Thomas, who runs the uh, cars and coffee meets here in Springfield. And we have uh, we have this really cool. It's called Cars and Coffee at Night. Which, by the way, if you've never been, buddy, 
you gotta come. It's a hoot. Um, but, but, you know, it takes a lot to host an event with the cooperation of whatever municipality you find yourself to be in. I mean, you gotta have, ideally, you'd want to have support from, uh, whatever, uh, well, law enforcement might be in that municipality, whether it's the sheriff, the police department, whatever. Uh, and you definitely want to have support from the city. And I know there are very few groups in the area that actually have the support of the city. And it's kind of a shame, honestly. Yeah, true. Because, you know... It's then kind you- of like- well, it, it, it's uh, a shame because uh, if like like if 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 you don't have support from the city, they can just randomly shut you down. I mean, that's happened. I go to a lot of the meets in Troy too, and that's sometimes that's what happens there because it gets a little rowdy. Exactly. But it just has come down to the point where you have to have so much trust within so many different business officials, law enforcement, and you also kind of have to get that A-OK from the city themselves for them to even put their faith into you, that they're going to believe you and trust you and make sure that you don't call something stupid. It's it's stressful because trying to run a car meet and manage it and try to get the people that are there to kind of help out and then having that little group with you that can help you situate every situation if you can't hands-on get into it yourself. It, it takes a lot of time. It's just a lot of effort, a lot of time, and it's kind of a big headache. But it works out in the end once you see the result of what you put all your effort into. So, yeah. Yeah, that can uh, that can get kind of tiresome. Do you guys – I'm assuming you guys, because you're down at the – pretty much at the green – do you guys uh, regularly communicate with the city of Kettering? I have actually spoken to a few officials from Kettering, but really haven't gotten much back. I've sent them a few emails here and there. Got a few inquiries into talking and all that. But I've actually became more of a uh, business partner with the actual location that I'm in, which is at, at home right across the way from the green. I've actually talked to the management team, had a little bit of a sit-down meeting and made a contract and try to be on very good terms just so nothing in the future or in the upcoming future ever happens. Kind of like a safety blanket for me so nothing falls back on me as an individual. Yeah, I mean, that's... You gotta... You gotta um, definitely... Um, you know, cross the T's and dot the I's. It's definitely good, at least that you have an agreement with the anchor business there that, you know, you you can meet there and they're, they themselves are not going to kick you out, which is always nice. Right. So with that being said, let's uh, let's talk about some of the stuff... Uh, we've got planned 
for, I mean, just even the first half of the season. We're, we're going to be pretty busy, bud. <laughs> yeah, you're not lying about that. I got a lot planned and just enough stress levels to where they're not going to be too high, but I just got to hunker down and try and grind it out and see where I go. Because I do have a few goals that I really want to achieve this year and definitely this season. Well, let's talk and about that. I, perfect. So definitely one of the first main goals that I really wanted to achieve. Like, I wanted to actually, I've actually been inquiring on trying to find maybe an indoor showcase style and kind of uplifting NR into being something a little bit bigger than what it is uh-huh. and kind of do like the quality over quantity type deal it's like yeah i want to see some of those nice gorgeous builds that you usually see at some of my favorite groups like freedom scene i want to see some pretty cool things at my stuff but i want to work for it I, i've honestly wanted to earn a little more a little earn a little more respect from sure. everybody Sure. Because it's like having a little bit of respect and actually earning that respect from whatever group member there is or who I've, who I've actually wanted to be around. It's kind of like that's a little bit of a headache, but sometimes it's a lot better talking to that said person. It's like, like with you, I've actually wanted to talk to you, but I didn't know who to get a hold of and who to talk to. What, to, get a, to get I'm a hold actually, of me? I mean, am I that hard to yeah. get a hold of? <laughs> because every single time, because I'm going to be upfront and real about it. Uh, sure. Every single time I've actually wanted to push myself out there to talk to people, yeah. my anxiety and stuff gets the best of me. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I should talk to this person. I, I get and that like, a lot. What? I get that a lot. And I and I pitch in on that before I get off of here. I, uh, you know, me trying to get into all this film work and all that stuff. You know, I'm trying to out outlet myself and you know try to use different avenues and meet new people. And it's like, you know, I try to put myself out there. Then, you know, maybe they've been into it or they're not into it. You know, and then they kind of they kind of either don't message you back or they just kind of leave you in red for a while. And it's like, you know, did I say the wrong thing? You know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to do here? exactly how I feel because I have big goals of actually trying to get myself out there more because I would love to have an opportunity to be doing like some special collaborations with larger groups yeah. I want to show I want to show what I can what I'm capable of and I want to show them like hey I got mad love for you guys as a group and I want to bring my group to your group and we have like a whole giant collaboration. Like my one main goal was to actually talk with Joey V from Freedom Seed and work with him because that's one of my goals. My other goal was talking to Mason from Mason Fawcett from Good Enough mm-hmm. because I looked up to these guys when they first came. To me. And it's just... I've always had that big giant fear that I'm just going to get shut out and not talk to. And I just kind of never wanted to like 
it put myself out there and I didn't want to just go say, hey, screw it. I'm going to just go ahead and do it. Just kind of always told myself like, yeah, I got to wait first. I want them to see me first before I just jumped in. And they're like, who's this guy? It's just, it was just a big fear of mine. But those are two goals that I want to try and attempt in the next few seasons or less. Well, you know, those are those are always good goals. And, you know, it's always good to definitely flex the connections around you. I mean, let's be real. If I hadn't commented on your on your goals post in your group, I don't think you would have ever talked to me, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, and look at what we're doing. I mean, we're about to take a multi-state trip over a weekend and have a bunch of fun. Exactly, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm willing to do. And I'm glad you actually did bring that up because. I've always was so afraid of wanting to talk to you, but once as soon as you commented, I felt kind of like my fear melts away a tiny bit. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Since he's already intrigued, I'm going to talk to him. Well, yeah. And I was like, hey, it's not that bad. I'm like, no. I'm, not, I'm not scared. I can actually talk to him, and he understands, which is perfect. Like, you got goals, and I love that. Well, you know, too, so, you know... And I don't, I don't get where. Well, maybe I do, I guess. But I, there are some people. Uh, I won't name names, but they know who they are, and we're pretty good friends. I like to think we're we're all in the Kakar community and all do a thing. But you know, there there's some people that in the past haven't necessarily liked what I had to say. Well, of course. Yeah, I get that. And that's fine, and people are entitled to their own opinions, just like I'm entitled to my opinion. It is what it is. Um, but here we are. I mean, I I have I like to think, you know, I have a podcast they don't, so I can say pretty much whatever I want on my show. At least I like to think that. Within reason, of course. Um, but I mean... You know, once the season opener hits, that first, I don't know, what is that, two months? Between what everybody's, uh, got, between what everybody's got going on, including us, is going to be very, very busy. Very much so. Because, I mean, I'm going to have to, granted, you know, the trip's already planned. I just have to finish right. making the materials for it. But, um, you know, we've got our trip. I've got whatever racing i'm gonna try and do i haven't really seen any schedules yet to make any opinions on the racing schedule this year so i i don't know where that's gonna go quite yet i have an idea but i i just not set in stone yet um i've got you know our trip i've got a trip i'm planning to either indiana toledo or both for racing um, I've got, I, I'm just, I'm a busy guy. I didn't think I was going to be that busy, but, um, you know, thinking about it now, I'm like, damn, I am a busy guy this year. And it wasn't really the intention to be that busy, but here we are. <laughs> I but, like to think that being a little more busy 
sometimes always helps. Just oh, being a little more busy, keeping your head down. You know, it's never a bad thing. But I definitely... I'm definitely excited for this year. Um, you know, we've got our season... Well, your season opener. Um, we've got the cruise to um, Slammed Enough, Ohio, which I might actually go to. Um, just to see what's there. I mean, I, I do like those kinds of things. I'm not a stance car boy by any means, but, you know, I, I appreciate a good build. Um, and then, you know, what is it? Two weeks after that, we've got our trip. Two, three weeks. Um, yep. right before, right before everybody's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Ooh. we're taking a three-day weekend and, and going and having a ball, so... Definitely can't complain there. It's understandable. It's oh. not a big deal. So, let me ask you this. Because I know, I know you've been sharing the crap out of the season opener. But, have you heard through the grapevine? Well, actually, shoot, we haven't even formally announced it on the show. So, the weekend before um, Memorial Day weekend, for those that don't know, uh, Nick and I are hosting what we like to call Tally to the Tail, which is, as it's been mentioned before in the NR Knights group and and a little bit externally, uh, it is a three-day, two-night trip down to the Tale of the Dragon, and the Robbinsville area. Um, curated by yours truly. <laughs> I, I I really like saying that. That's fun. Um, uh, it's two days of, well, really a day and a half um, of driving some of the probably most epic roads in the world. Um, I personally think the Dragon is better than the Transfer Garrison, but I've never been on the Transfer Garrison, so uh, judgment to be held later at a later date, but uh, we're going to go visit Cherokee, we're going to go see Franklin, Um, we've got a couple different uh, eclectic stops on our uh, loop, the loop itself on Saturday is going to be about 300 miles or so. Uh, starting and ending at where we camp, uh, which is to be determined. Um, and yeah, I don't know, Nick, if you want to add a little bit to that. Let me say that I'm, I'm really looking forward to the trip because it actually gives us a lot more of a, it gives us an actual, a little bit more of an extra feeling of and like an extra sensation of everything instead of just sitting in a parking lot and talking to each other about our builds it actually gives us something to do and obviously we see all these beautiful cars that show up to a bunch of my car meets a bunch of other people's car meets oh i've seen a lot of beautiful cars at your meets and i'd really love to drive them but you know (laughs) hey me and you both definitely me and you both so like I really want to see because I so I see all of these beautiful cars. You can see that most of them have performance mods. They have a nice exhaust, but you never really get to hear them 
when they're all sitting there, turned off, parked, or whatever. And you want to see some of these cars actually get down and dirty and actually going down there to tally the tail. It actually shows off, hey, let's see what these guys have. Let's see what they have to offer. Because there's been a few buddies of mine that I am dying to listen to their car. And I'm willing to, I'm really just interested in seeing how much fun we're actually going to have. Because think about it. Maybe there's bonds that we may not form at a car meet in a parking lot, but we'll form them going around turns and curves and actually watching the actual form and function of a vehicle going and doing what it's supposed to do. Like that's something interesting that I'm really interested to learn. So, you know, there's a lot of, and we're going to kind of touch on this too. Um, This won't be the only show before the trip, of course, uh, that I'm imagining you'll be on, but you know, we're going to, we're going to touch on a couple things anyways. You know, I see a lot of um, – I, I definitely have seen my share of, of different styles of driving and uh, different different drivers. You will see a little bit of everything down there. Uh, you'll see, quite frankly, and, and I'm probably going to anger some people by saying this, but you're going to see some Harley barges that, that – well, they don't know how to ride. Um, you'll see sport bike bros that – uh, we like to call them street Rossies that uh, decide, ooh, I'm going to drop a knee on every apex like a MotoGP rider. A um, couple things about the Dragon itself. Uh, it is 318 turns and 11 miles. It is probably one of, the one of, if not the twistiest roads you will ever drive on in this country, uh, if not the world. Um, it is beautiful. It is deadly. It is, you know, everything you want in a road. It's silky smooth, lots of turns, lots of cops. Um, but what's really cool is the whole area around there, the, the Cherahala Skyway. Uh, we're going to be driving on part of what's called the Moonshiner 28, uh, which is uh, NC State Route 28. Great road. Uh a lot of the roads around there are like that. So you'll get a lot of this this 300 miles for most people is not going to be 300 easy miles. The easiest miles we're going to be driving probably are the miles to and from. And even then, depending on where we camp, if we camp in Robbinsville, we have to go into Robbinsville one of two ways. Either up the Dragon or across the Skyway. Uh, the Skyway, beautiful gorgeous it, it goes through a couple national forests there's a lot of overlooks a couple of them will probably stop at it's just gorgeous it's beautiful um kind of like when you go down to gatlinburg it's in that same kind of vicinity but we are not i repeat we are not thank god going to gatlinburg because uh, if anybody that's been to gatlinburg knows there is a one way in and a one way out and they both suck traffic is horrendous so we're gonna stay away from gatlinburg and pigeon forge um i'm going to mention this uh the reason i'm going to mention it is uh, i want to get people talking about it 
so the the guidebook has not been released yet. I'm still I'm finishing it up. I'm on the last section or two. I still have to make the schedule. Um, but the in the guidebook, I specifically have the a, a, a section. Uh, Nick, you, you're kind of familiar with this because you've been hanging around in the group. But I have a section dedicated to probably the most contentious topic of this trip. Nick, do you know what that is? Presuming that it has to do with trying to be Mr. Fast and Furious and driving erratically. The uh, well, safety that, part of it. That. Uh, safety. Well, yeah, this, this ties into safety. But what I was specifically going for was the inclusion of the damn CB. That seems to be the most contentious topic among group members on this trip. And I'm here to tell you firsthand that, A, it's optional. I'm not forcing anybody to buy a CB. I wouldn't do that. That's dumb. That That's a good way to make people hate you. Um, what I am doing is I am strongly recommending it for two reasons. A... You'll have a hell of a lot more fun because you'll be able to talk to people. Uh, not only uh, us on the trip and, and future trips we're going to take. Uh, stay tuned for that later. I've got another trip up my sleeve uh, if you want it, if this one goes good. Um, but not only is it good for that, it's good for convoying, it's good for... But it's mainly because down there, I, I, I hate that people don't really realize this. There's no cell reception. So once you leave the campground, and barring that once we leave Robbinsville, unless we're somewhere with a cell tower, you're not getting anything, even on Verizon. Um, a lot of this trip, uh, I am basically going to hand you turn-by-turn -turn directions and say, here you go. Follow the leader. Oh, um, oh definitely. Um, however, all of the directions, all of the, there, I'm going to go back through and parse the route again. Uh, all of the route will have specific addresses that you can put into, uh, maybe not necessarily your phone, but if you have an in-car navigation system like I do, um, you know, and it, the car will then give you turn-by-turn -turn because it doesn't rely on your... Apple Maps or Google Maps relies on, well, the GPS in the car. Other than that, you'll have a piece of paper, and the CB is so that you don't get lost. Um, the way that I'm, I'm planning on doing this is uh, we're going to do 30-second intervals, and then a car is going to take off. And then you may not, depending on your pace... You may never see the car in front of you, but you can't outrun a radio. So that's no, why can't. that's why the radio's there. So. Of course. It's just a But yeah, like go ahead. It just yeah, like that would be fairly that's fair. It's like, yeah, if people don't want to and they think, oh, okay, I can try and keep up, like, by all means, try. 
if you do have a CB radio, go ahead and use it. I was also thinking of like an idea about that as well, just in case. Like, yes, we. I know you're going to have a CB radio. I personally won't because I just want to hear my car and just have fun around the turns and try and keep up to the car in front of me. Do you think, like, as a question for you, uh, sure. do you think we should possibly have somebody in the back end with a CB as well, just in case something happens? So ideally, ideally, I'd like to have at least three of us. So I will have one because I'll be leading. Ideally, I'd like to have somebody in the middle with one, and then yes, I would like somebody on the tail to have one. Ideally, that's ideal. That's, you know, best case scenario. Worst case scenario is I'm the only one with a CB, and I'm wondering why the hell I spent $80 on a CB. <laughs> right. <laughs> that That's worst case scenario. But truth be told, I was planning on buying one anyways for the touring setup. Um, the way that I have the setup laid out, at least in my car, um, because I race, I can't really have anything loose, any loose ends, anything like that. Um, so for me, I have to be able to take that stuff out of the car. So that's why I have right. the CB, that's why I have the CB listed the way I do with the, the 12 volt plug, the stick on the, you know, the, the magnet antenna, and then the CB itself, I'm probably just going to Velcro to the center console. Caleb's going to have a little reduced leg room because that's probably where it's going. Right. And it's just the way it'll be. Reduce? What do you mean reduce? I already don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Uh, yeah, the the le the right where your uh, left leg will be is where that radio is probably gonna sit, bud. And <laughs> hey, we just need to get a saw and like some cottering sponges. We can just take his leg out. We don't need it. You just bobble around. You'd be okay. Right. Right. Just Stick a stick in there. We're going to be going through the woods anyway. <laughs> we'll just call you Cap and Hook for a while. You'll, be, you'll get over it. You won't be too mad at us, will you? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. But uh, so that that's kind of the first half of our car season. Mr. Robinson, I hope you got something planned for the second half of the car season that's just as good. Oh, I, I'm, I'm going to go, excuse my language for this, I'm not trying to curse, but I'm going to definitely go ape sugar honey iced tea for the for the back end of the season as well. Because if I'm going to try and hit it off with something good this season for the beginning, I'm going to have to try and follow through with that. Because I do also have a food truck coming in, can't tell you what day, to be determined, and... I'm I'm ready to just kind of show everybody like, hey, this is what I'm all about, and I I just want people to under to be comfortable. Like, hey, I'm not just doing this for myself. I want to see people happy, but I definitely have a few things up my sleeve, and I think I think people might like some of the stuff I got planned because I don't necessarily see that many people have food trucks at their car meets or car shows. No. And no, I can vouch. No. I, and it's like, yes, I personally love I personally love the idea of, hey, if you don't want raising canes, because I always have to have this situation. If I'm spot hunting and I'm looking for a brand new lot, I have to make sure it's low friendly. 
I have to make sure, hey, if there's a food place there, it's easily accessible where nobody has to leave the parking lot. Right. And they can just go over there, right. grab food, come right back and chill with the boys. Right. And chill with the, chill with the group. That's right. easy. Instead of having to go out their way. Go ahead. Right. And I, and I noticed this and, you know, and I love how most of see most of the guys that I've talked to in the group. I mean, they're all open and nice, you know, and I, I've been friends with a lot of people that are in car seats and stuff like that. Some of them I work with and they're just, you know, they're stuck up guys. And it's like, you know, I've always wanted to get into this stuff, but all the avenues that I knew, you know, them guys, you know, it's like they weren't good people. So it was like meeting you guys is nice, you know, and it's, it's more of a family friendly thing than, you know, just people showing off, you know what I mean? It's, you know, people getting together, actually wanting to discuss hobbies and, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot different than most of the ones I've seen so far. We, we definitely try, like, we definitely try to be all inclusive. It's like, we, I tried to make sure when I did the, okay. So I wanted to go on this. Um, I want to go on this little bit of a tangent about this. Go for it. When new people show up, the reason why I built NR the way it is and the way it has been for the past three years is I want people to feel comfortable. I want them to understand like, hey, you don't have to have the nicest car. You don't have to have a car. Just have a good attitude and enjoy yourself. Like I am an underdog when it comes to stuff like that. I want everybody to feel at least as hospitable as they can be when they show up to my car meets. Because when I first started going to car meets, I kind of was like, I don't know how to feel about this because I don't have the best mods. I don't have this. I don't have that. And I'll just say, screw it. I'm going to build my own car meets because I want people to feel comfortable wherever they go. And knowing you, Caleb, once you started actually getting in into the scene, I actually would not mind showing you the ropes and all that fun stuff is I want you to feel included. Like Nick, I want you to feel included as well. Like y'all definitely are some, some of the influencers that I actually would not mind coming out, enjoying themselves and not having oh, a shit. bad thing oh, to shit. say. Somebody just dropped the I word. <laughs> I've never been called an influencer. I don't know if I'd necessarily call myself an influencer, but <laughs> And I mean, it's it, just, I've heard so much about you and most people kind of told me there's talking about you and I've always heard your name. And I was like, okay, I wonder who this guy is because like a few people that me and you've talked, talked, talked with outside of the podcast, we've actually spoken about this on separate days on messaging yeah. and we were talking about it. Like, And it, it was, it's not a bad idea because it's, I find it humbling and I kind of find it like, hey, you guys going out your way doing this and it's an opportunity for me. So I was going to give you guys your, your props because you guys are pretty good people for doing this. Yeah, we try. Yeah. Just trying to get into stuff, you know, and. Just, there's not a lot of support anymore, you know. Everybody has to have their own thing, and nobody wants to see anybody do anything, you, you know. know. And that's and that's maybe something that needs to change, 
to be honest, because before I started doing this, right? I mean, looking back two years ago, I think, something like that. When I started doing this, I was like, you know what? There's not another Dayton area podcast. There just isn't. And there should be. There wasn't one. So I'm like, you know what? There ain't no time like the present. Let, let's just do it. And we're, I think we're 38 episodes into this thing. Uh, granted, there's been a bit of a hiatus. There's been a couple different co-host changes. There, there, there's been changes, but, you know, it ebbs and flows. From this, from this sanctity of space, right, this little virtual corner that I find myself in, came, and granted it was a little short-lived, but, I mean, Go Fast Life, they had a podcast for a few. <coughs> Devin, you need to bring it back. <coughs> cough, cough. Devin definitely needs to bring that back. I miss those. Yeah, uh, Devin, Matt, if you're listening to this, you need to bring the podcast back. Uh, we miss it. We we miss your bars every however often you posted. Um, of course, I don't know if Nick, if you've looked back through the catalog, but Go Fast Life has been on this show. I don't know three different times between Devin and Matt. So they're very very familiar with this little little corner we find ourselves in. Uh, I've done a, a state of the scene. If you look back, uh, where I had. Clay, and at the time, pretty much everybody that hosted a meet, pretty much in Dayton at that point in time, got together when the when the takeover thing first became a thing, and we were going at it. Uh, got together with those people. I've had Suicide Garage on the show before. I've just had a bunch of people on the show, and, you know, whether they're local or whether they're not, in the case of uh, David Land and Kyle Cuthbertson, which I'd love to have on the show again. They're great dudes. Um, this show, my goal for this show has never been clout. I'm not a clout chaser. I, I hate clout chasers. I, I hate clout. Um, it's about, for me at least, it's about building connections with people, which is never a bad thing, to be honest. It's about building connections with people and... If I can inspire someone to do something, then that's great. Um, we'll get into a little later, a little later uh, in this show's life cycle, why my car is named the way it is, and you know what that represents, and and everything else. We'll we'll get into that. If if it's, I mean, if you want to listen to it, I've talked about it a lot. Go back and listen to it. Um, but. You know, I like inspiring people. I like helping people. And if my car and my show is a vessel to do that, but then by all means, let's let's do a thing, you know. Well, and I'll touch on that, too, in a way. You know, Nick, well, both of you guys, uh, you know, I met Nick, and Nick's always been into cars. And, you know, I, you know, I wanted to get into it. And, you know, it was never about what, could Nick get out of it you know it was hey man this is this you know and this is that and it was always just him being selfless and trying to broaden his connections with people and just getting them into the hobby and I have a lot of hobbies that I try to do the same with people but not everybody is as open and as forefront as 
hey, let's, you know, let's, I want you into this too, you know, without trying to reap some reward from it. And I just, I'm, both of you guys, you know, you guys have been very, you know, just, hey, man, this is what I know. And what do you, what else do you want to know, you know? And it's never been about money, fame. It, it's just, hey, this is what I know. And what do you want to know? And that's what the car community should be about. We should be uplifting each other, not trying to tear each other down. That that that's the basis of the car community, you know. I I don't get why people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I judge builds all the time. Robinson, I'm sure you do too. But at the end of the day, you I know, try my hardest not to. So I do it in my head. Um, and I'm ve- I'm a very picky guy. But at the end of the day, right? It's not about what I think. Exactly. Not at all what I th- not at all not about at all what I think. My opinion could quite frankly give two shits. It's about what that owner thinks and sees and their vision. And that's right. That's, that's... what's really cool. It, because the way I see it, another reason as to why NR is the way it is, is that I don't judge people's vehicles because obviously I've started out pretty, pretty rough in the car scene myself. I was on a budget and most people don't have a lot of money to start their build. And but they do have a passion for it and they have a goal. There's something they want to achieve. And I try to intrigue them. Well, you know what? I don't care if your car looks like that right now, because guess what? That is your build. That is the way you want to build it. And if you're happy about what you have done and accomplished to your vehicle and you feel good about it, I'm going to congratulate you more. I'm not going to just go look at some other guy's car like, oh, damn, dude, you got $4,000 wheels. Sick. Cool, Mike. Okay. That's okay. So, but I, I rather watch the people that didn't really have much and actually get into it. Yeah, seeing that person build their car, and you can watch the you know, I'm trying to find the word, brain's not working. I'm, tr- you can see the ambition they have in the vehicle. Yeah, and and that's that's the kind of that's the kind of quite frankly that's the shit that I like to see. You know, I go to I, I, there are autocross events that I go to where there's dudes. In brand new C8s, right? And, and don't get of me course. wrong. And don't get me wrong. We have one, and we're gonna race it. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? But then you see the guy that has a Ratty RX7, and I've seen this personally. A Ratty RX7, homemade arrow, homemade splitter, you know that kind of stuff, and it works. And you see a dude just go out and rip it. And it's like, man, that is that is the best part of at least autocross, in my opinion. Because you can go with just about anything. And if you're good enough, it's all about driver mod, and mostly. And, 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 you know, depending on what kind of driver mod you have is typically how good you're going to do. And you can see how you stack up and how you improve but that's not the point 
The point I'm making is, it doesn't matter what kind of car you have, or how much money you have, it's all about your, A, willingness to put yourself out there, because even, even you know, when you're autocrossing, sometimes a spin can, I mean, it's funny, right? But some other, some people First. might think that's embarrassing to spin out. Um, it just, it, it brings a lot of different people together, I guess is what I'm trying to say, which it does. It, it does. I, I don't, I want to see people that put money into their car instead of buying like a fully performance built track car. I want you to build it. Yes. Like. I, lo- I, I love want you to build your car. builds. Because if you build your car, it shows that you worked your ass off to get the car the way you want it. And you know every bit and piece of work you put in that car is going to help you probably get around that sharp turn. Mm-hmm. If you spin out, all you got to do is try again, keep going. You're going to get better. You're not Nobody's going to just be a performance race car driver as soon as they get out on the track. Because if you're building something... Do your thing. Well, and the thing is, yeah, I mean, and everybody knows. I mean, financially nowadays, you know, everything's gone up in prices and whatnot. Yeah. So, tell me about. I've been, I've been looking at, you know, making an investment into something. But honestly, I mean, I just don't have the outlet right now, and I, uh, you know, I'm like, well, let me slap some wheels and some maybe some tent and do some little bit of mods on my on my daily, and maybe I can just enter it, and, you know, the meats or whatever. And then I felt out of place because I'm like, you know, it's not nothing that I really did. You know, it's just me slapping on some accessories and trying to call the car. You know what I mean? And I felt out of place doing that. So that's why I never really. Well, I mean, you know, everybody starts somewhere. I mean, my first nod to my car was a set of race wheels that only go on for race days. And then it went to a set of tires to go on those wheels that only come out for race days. Then it went to, oh, well, now we need to tune the car. Well, now because we tune the car, we need an intercooler for the car. Then we need a high-flow air filter for the car. And then finally, this is why my performance side of my build is done, I hope. Uh, Finally, I said, you know what? I'm going to put a, 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 a track-style suspension on my car. and Well, let's just say it's not the daily anymore, because <laughs> it used to be. It still is during the summer, but it's definitely not my daily anymore. But, uh, you know, it, 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 it starts somewhere, and you start with, you know, I was fortunate enough to have the means to buy a canvas that, yeah, there's a pretty big aftermarket for. Not Same everybody's here. that lucky. A lot of people make do with what they got. A lot of people... And that's put, the best part. Yeah, and, and when you see people make do with what they got, you know, you look at it and it's like, you did what and what and what? And it works? Well, that's fucking cool. <laughs> like, that's really freaking cool. That's the kind of shit you want to see, not the – and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Again, you start somewhere. Wheels, tent, that's starting somewhere. You know, making your car your own. But 
And then, and then it makes you question some things people do. <coughs> Slamming enough RX-8. <coughs> not to. Oh my God. Not not <laughs> to not to drop oh. so, not to drop a, a straight meme right there, but. Oi. <laughs> Oi. With the whole situation about stancy pants, I personally, I've I've witnessed seeing, like seeing some fairly. A-okay builds, and then I've seen some builds that are kind of questioning, like, let's say that one. Personally, I'm not a stickler for massive amounts of degrees of negative camber, bright colors, and adding a lot of extra stuff. I'm not either, but I'm a stickler when it affects the safety of the car. When it becomes to where... Okay, so I'm going to base this off of a good guy... And the not so good one. I personally, I personally, personally, personally have a large respect for FRS Patty. When he had that first BRZ, I think it was a BRZ 86 or FRS. I mean, when he had those, yes, and he had that nasty amount of camber on it, and then obviously had his own low glow stuff on it. I thought that was a beautiful build because I'm like, hey, it's simple, it looks good. And it rides well. And on top of that, he's on air. I looked oh, at Stancy yeah. Pants' ride, and I was like, okay. I'm like, I'm not necessarily a huge fan, because, one, I personally, it's not, it's just my opinion. I'm okay with an RX-8. It looks good. They they look good. It's just, they don't do too well like their predecessor did. But the way it first was when it was white with the gold wheels, with the silver faces... Not silver faces, the gold faces with the silver barrel. When it was that first version, I was like, okay, that's not bad. It was unknown to me that it was the same vehicle when it was blue. I didn't know that was still his car. And as soon as I saw all that camber, saw the the not-so-healthy-looking welds, and it was just... It was caught me off guard. Because it made me want to question, why would you ruin the functionality of a vehicle... But hey, if it's extra style points, then I must not be a part of it. It's, I don't understand it. it. It confused me for a moment. Yeah. Well, and as much as Nick, you know, you're my buddy, and uh, I'll give you that. Nope, nope. Just lay it on this, me. This is, uh, you know, Nick's car is probably one of the most uncomfortable vehicles I have ever ridden. That suspension, you know, you go over a little crack in the road and you you throw your back out. I mean, it's like, gosh. Yeah, I got Trust and believe me, you don't want to sit in the car with me then. Because <laughs> I'm sitting at least three and a half. I'm in a Mark 7 GTI and it's about three and a half inches on the, pav- on the pavement. Nowhere by any means am I as static as a few of my favorite car builds out there. Do I want to be that low? Sure. Hell yeah. I'd love to be that low. Excuse my language, but I want to be very low. I want to actually be in the pavement. Yeah. But you, trust you, me, you don't want to. You you crazy, <laughs> homeboy. You crazy. <laughs> hey, three and a half inches on the floor is okay for me because I still don't. I still don't scrape. Well, That's a scary Nick, thing. Nick let me drive uh, ruthless. And, you know, I you know it, for me, it was more like, you know, if he just gave me some uh, 1990 Corolla, you know what I mean? I wouldn't really be 
that upset. Yeah, you're, you're not the only one to, that's scared to drive my car, and I don't know why people are scared to drive my car because it's not well, that bad, but okay. Well, not that barely. It's just the sheer fact of exactly what Robinson said. You know, it's it's your build. You know what I mean? You put that together. Yeah. So for me, you know, for me just learning, I, I felt out of pocket, you know, taking somebody's something that they've invested into. You know what I mean? Because yeah, what I it. it. That minor mistake, you know, and all that work you've done, it just, you know. So, I think we've covered about all the bases, at least for this show. What do you guys think? Yeah. It did fairly well. I think definitely the next next show, I definitely know that we're all going to have something definitely more during the season. I know we're going to have a lot more to go over as well because it was, it's, it works. Oh, yeah, for sure. And honestly, I, I hate to be that guy, but you maybe want to come on as a third co-host, second co-host with Caleb and I? I you know what? I'm totally down for that. I wouldn't mind. It gives me a little bit more extra to do, but I'm willing to do it. Hey, we work with everybody's schedule. It's what we do. Yeah, I'm on nights on days, so it's like, I mean, we're already working on the schedule. Right. So, here's a good preview for the next episode that um, only Caleb and I know, but now the public will. So, we mentioned inclusion earlier, right? We were talking about that. Correct. So, our next show is actually... Uh, it's going to be really nice. It's um, Ruthless ST Radio, The Car Girl Stigma. And I've got some really good ladies coming on, and we're just going to talk about it. Perfect. Ah. I honestly do have something. Also, I really am interested in wanting to talk about about this, about that same topic, just to try and, like, situate this. There is... And I know this. I'm going to probably get some backlash for it, but um, I really, 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 really enjoy some of the builds that most women have in the car scene. And I just can't stand when... Because some of them are better than the guys' builds. Yes, and I know <laughs> I'm going to get sh- shot down by that, but personally, I find a lot more style points and more female car builders builds because some of their ideas nobody really be, would think about that and some of the builds are just very clean but the disrespect in the car community when it becomes like a male versus female type debate and the argument gets a little out of hand I kind of find it a little disrespectful when women don't actually get a lot of they don't get a lot of love as most of these big brand name dudes that are out there with cool ass cars. But some of these women have the same caliber of amazingness on their cars, but they don't get that shine. They don't get that spotlight because they get overshadowed, which is, it sucks. Well, and the sad thing is, and what I have noticed is a couple of them girls that we have been in contact with, you know, and I do look at their cars. I think it's a lot more personal for them. See us guys, you know, not everyone, 
but some of us are in it, being it. You know, we enjoy it, but some of it, it's kind of like a clock thing. You know, oh hey, if I I got some extra money, let me throw something on here. You know, and then bam, I can get noticed. You know, but usually these girls that get into it, they're you know they got their heart into it, so they they spend their hard earned money and they make it there. You know, they actually get into it. Yeah. So that that's uh, next time right. here on Ruthless ST Radio. Sorry to cut you off there. So, does anybody have anything else to add before we close this sucker out? Uh, pray for me tonight. Uh, that's about it. Well, that, that's every night. Every night and every day. <laughs> well, fellas, I'm heading into the shop, so I will. I appreciate it, and I will get a hold of you guys soon. All right. All right, gentlemen. It's been, it's been fun. Everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.